Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, the Great Reset is here. And um, some other authors, writers, and talking heads out there are starting to pick up on stuff if they haven't already and are nailing exactly what we've been warning you about. I've got that update on the Mar-a-Lago raid and the progress of that and getting the affidavit out there. But be very careful about this one thing I think the FBI is going to do. I wouldn't get too excited about the judge ordering the release of the affidavit just yet. And I'll tell you why coming up. Loaded show today. Uh, Stay tuned. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. Another brutal, humiliating fact check proving to you again they're the most embarrassing people on planet Earth and a hilarious video from a group called Citizens for Sanity and your questions. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Pro Joe, it is Friday, so if you would. It's Friday! Yes, and thank, uh, thankfully it's Friday. Yes, I sir. love Friday because yeah. me and Paula get to hang out and relax a little bit. Weekend off, love that. Got the show tomorrow night, but that's I enjoy doing that. That's not like work. Okay, before I get to all the Mar-a-Lago stuff, and be very, very careful. Don't get too excited about the judge ordering the release of the affidavit because there's a problem here, and the FBI is not dumb. This is a point-counterpoint game going on right now. You got to play chess, not checkers. First, the great resets here. I love it. There's nothing I love more than when I read a piece in an established outlet like the Wall Street Journal by a guy I like, John Tierney. There's nothing I like more when they say something I've said already. It proves to me a couple things. Number one, that I'm not alone. Number two, that other smart people are thinking the same thing. And number three, that I'm probably right. What have I always told you about the Great Reset crowd? What is the Great Reset? Well, let's reset. Make sure you know that. The Great Reset is a term used by globalist authoritarians. They want a new global order, whatever you want to call it. They write books about it. The the, uh, chairman of the WEF, the guy who runs the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, actually wrote a book called The Great Reset. They want nothing more than to dump representative democracy and force upon you a more authoritarian future. Governments around the world will tell you what to do. You shut your mouth and do it. Everybody dig? Yesterday, I'm going through some material for the show, and I see this beautiful piece at the Wall Street Journal. Fauci and Rochelle Walensky from the CDC, of course, double down on their failed COVID response. The gist of the article is this, that now that the data is out, Joe, about mask mandates and the failure of the vaccine to stop transmission of the virus, right. you would think, right, in a, in a, in a world um, supposedly populated by reason, and the use of science, that we would look at the science and say, hey, um, that didn't work. The piece is fantastic. It talks about how counties and cities with mask mandates fared no better than counties, cities, and states um, that, that didn't have a mask mandate. Matter of fact, some of them fared worse. Talks about the vaccine and how the vaccine didn't stop transmission. 
And it talks about how now Walensky and all them, they want to reform the CDC, but there's almost no talk of pulling back on the mandates, which is weird because it's supposed to be about the science, right? Science. There is this beautiful paragraph in there. Because what did I tell you? Guys, what did I tell you about the man? Did you ever notice there's only two acceptable narratives on COVID? We haven't discussed this in a while. Did, I know you see this. There's only two things in the liberal media you're allowed to talk about. How awesome vaccine mandates are and how masks are wonderful. That's it. Well, why is that? What do those two things have in common? They're both mandates. And if you're a great resetter, look, you're laughing because Joe's like, okay, Dan, I hear this too. I know, but some people maybe not digesting this. The mandate portion is all, forget, they don't care about the vaccine or the mask. I'm going to prove to you in a second they know they don't work the mask. I'm going to prove to you in a second in an Axios piece. They know they don't work. They know the vaccine doesn't stop transmission because many of them got the vaccine and many of them got COVID. It's not the vax or the mask. It's the mandate portion. They need to soften you up, folks. If you fight back against mandates, whether it's a vaccine or a mask mandate now, then what about the mandates in the future they plan on implementing in their great reset where everything's going to be top down? This piece talks about how not only are Fauci and Walensky not reforming the idea that lockdowns were a disaster, they're actually suggesting, Joe, if there's another pandemic, that the lockdowns that didn't work the first time should be worse. Yep, that's, yep, 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 yep. Should be, because that's the, this is, they want you to shut your freaking mouth and listen to them. This was a test run here. This is just a beautiful paragraph from the piece. John Tierney, lockdowns and mask mandates were the most radical experiment in the history of public health. But Walensky isn't alone in thinking they failed because they didn't go far enough. Fauci recently said that there should have been much, much more stringent restrictions, folks, early in the pandemic, despite the fact they totally failed. The WHO is revising its official guidance to call for stricter lockdown measures in the next pandemic. It's even seeking a new treaty that would compel nations to adopt them. We covered this a while ago. The World Economic Forum hails the COVID lockdowns as the model for a great reset, empowering technocrats to dictate policies worldwide. John Tierney, a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. If you're a listener to this show and this isn't your first time here, you know we have been saying exactly this. Whether the science backs lockdowns, mandating you stay home. I should add that as the third acceptable narrative. Stay home and praise lockdowns. Whether the science backs vaccine mandates or whether the science backs mask mandates, do you understand, is totally 100% irrelevant. Because it's not about the science. It's about the great reset away from global democracy spread and into global authoritarianism, which has always been the goal of the socialist and the communist. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. They don't care. It has nothing to do with science. Hey, uh, Fauci, the lockdowns didn't work. Matter of fact, Sweden, which didn't lock down, fared better than most countries. What are you, an idiot? I'm not here for the science. I'm here for the mandates and the lockdowns. What are you, some kind of a, are you some kind of a jerk? What do you think we are, nerds? <laughs> Quote the kid in Rocky Four. The Great Reset is here. 
COVID was a vehicle for them. It was a never let a crisis go to waste moment. But you got to understand for the great reset to work, people have to be terrified to speak out. Please follow me. People who got the vaccine got COVID. Not all, but lots of them. Many of them got the vaccine, got double boosted, maybe considering another booster, and didn't only get COVID once, they got it twice. So let me ask you guys something. If they got vaccinated and got boosted and then got COVID twice, how would they know that? This is not a trick question. Because they were there. Because it was them. <laughs> didn't yeah, he said didn't Fauci get go. He did. I'm not laughing that he got COVID. He's right. Fauci himself knows the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID. I got COVID twice after the vaccine, which believe me, I regret getting that thing. So if all these people know this, because I'm not crazy, right? It wasn't a trick question. They were there. How is it that they keep talking about how great this is? Because for the reset to work, people have to be terrified to speak out. Now do you understand the role of cancel culture, censorship, media pressure, politically correct? Now do you understand the role of speech censorship and the media creating an environment of terror where everybody uses their cable news channels to wink at a nod and say, masks are really effective, Joe, and so are vaccines. And you know, you'd be really radical if you said otherwise even though the same people in the media telling you this got vaccinated and still got COVID with masks on, by the way. Now I told you I'd prove it to you. (laughs) There's nothing I like more than when a story comes together. Now that tyranny article I found last night sitting on my couch, uh, watching Jesse show on Fox. So I try to fit things into a larger narrative and sure enough this morning, this Axios email pops and I'm like, here it is the great reset Needs people scared, terrified to speak out. And I swear this article popped up maybe 15 minutes later. I'm like, here we go. Sometimes a story just comes together. Axios, there's a new study out. This will be in my newsletter if you want to read it. What Americans really think. It did a survey giving people on one hand anonymity, meaning answer these questions honestly. No one's going to know what you say. And then it was more of a public side where people would know what you say. And it's fascinating. They found out a lot of things. This is how frightened the media is made of people telling the truth. The goal of the Great Reset is to get people to shut their mouths and listen to the mandates, even if the mandates don't work. Here's proof that their their censorship is working. They note in this survey, Joe, that on COVID-19, only 44% of women privately felt wearing masks was effective at stopping COVID spread. Okay, only 44% believe that. Though 63% felt they should say they did. Hmm. <laughs> this is just, what else do you need to hear? So you're talking about a 19, nearly 20 point spread in percentage points of women who they feel like they have to say masks work, even though a 20 percentage point gap of people don't really believe it. Why would, why would you say that if you didn't believe it? Because you're scared. It's what the great resetters want. They want you to shut them up, listen to mandates because there are more coming in the future. We're getting ready to lock you down because we can. And that's what authoritarians do. Do you understand it's about power? 
It's about hierarchy, showing you who the boss man is. And it's about you shutting your mouth. People are shutting their mouths because they're scared. Because the media wants the Great Reset because they're socialists and communists too. So they pressure you with these messages to comply. Man, you'd be a real radical if you say masks don't work. But I got COVID with a mask on, double vax. Doesn't matter, shut your mouth. Gets even worse. This is how terrified people are to speak out. Education too. Our education system. You know, you go to college campuses or liberal. Some of them still have these mask mandates. On education, Axios notes, Americans overall are privately more supportive of parents having more influence over curriculum. A curriculum. 60%, while only 52% proclaim this publicly, meaning there's an eight percentage points difference here. Eight percentage point of parents are afraid to speak out and admit parents should have better control. They know that it may explain Glenn Youngkin's victory in Virginia as the governor. Folks, people are scared. This isn't a joke. It's a very serious topic. Again, I know we use a lot of sarcasm. It's whether you like it or not. I don't know. The show is popular, so I hope you do. I'm not trying to drive you crazy. I try to take some of the edge off in a very serious time. But this is for real. You've got large swaths of Americans terrified to speak out, doing things they know are ineffective, and afraid to speak out about things that are ineffective, like teaching kids to be racist in schools. They are terrified because the media and the left has them terrified because the coin of the realm and the mother's milk, you have to understand the mother's milk of authoritarianism. There's two two separate... uh, components that are the absolute mother's milk of authoritarianism. Number one are government mandates or or orders, whatever you want to call them, edicts. Obviously, if you're an authoritarian in a great reset crowd, you're going to tell people what to do. You don't go through the legislative process. They give you the double barrel middle finger, family friendly version, and you do it. You understand that? That's component number one of the great reset. Component number two is terror. It's always been terror. I mean, I don't mean terrorism like a terror. I mean, terror, you have to be scared to speak out. Because if the component that matters is the mandate, and the mandate is not based in science, vaccines or masks, you know it's not based in science, and you speak out, and then people ignore the mandate, then authoritarianism never works. So they have to scare you to shut in your pie hole. And a lot of people do. Proving to you that these people don't believe this themselves. They don't believe it themselves. This is not about science. It's about terrorizing people into silence. And it's about getting you used to mandates and getting you used to accepting what the government tells you, even if it's not backed by science. Here, 2004 C-SPAN found this this morning. Here's Dr. Fauci, who, by the way, again, got, as Guy just noted, got COVID even after being like double boosted and vaccinated. Here's Dr. Fauci explaining himself in 2004 how natural immunity is a far superior alternative when it comes to the flu. Granted, he's not talking about COVID. COVID didn't exist yet. Having said that, it's kind of strange how they changed their tune and downplayed natural immunity, even though the evidence is piling up for that too on COVID. Here's him refuting his own premise back in 2004 and acknowledging the role of natural immunity in viral infection, specifically the flu in this clip. Check this out. She's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. 
if she really has the flu. She right. should not get it again. No, she day. doesn't need it because the, it's the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. There it is, folks. You know, uh, Guy and I are watching that live. Some clips we play, some we put in afterwards, rarely, but sometimes we do. We're watching that live, and, you know, Guy's right. He said, you know, Joe, people, you got to speak out, folks. You got to speak out. I know, believe me, I know it's hard. I don't, I, I get it. I don't sit here on some perch and pretend to be on some moral high ground. You're like, Dan, you're a conservative commentator. You know, your show does well. You, you, you know, financially secure. Totally understand. I wasn't at one point, though. That's how I met Joe. I left my financially secure job to run for office and nearly went bankrupt. Joe and I were in my basement in Severna Park. I didn't even have money to pay him. Joe didn't get paid for like a year, maybe even more, of doing my podcast. He did it for free. Yeah. That's for real. That is not a joke. Matter of fact, I offered him money one time. He wouldn't even take it. Me and, me and him had nothing. We just put this thing together. We had no spots. It was just a public service we did, hoping it would catch on. So although I understand that now I'm in a different position, and it is easier for me to talk now. It wasn't always. Please, please speak out. Do not be that 20 percentage points of number of people there who are terrified to speak out, although you know the truth. The Great Reset requires you to be terrorized, and it requires you to accept these things. If you don't accept them and you're not scared, then they can't win. Folks, sadly, right now, they still are winning, though. But there are people out there telling the truth. Um, Dan Horowitz, I had on my radio show yesterday. The interview is amazing. Dan Horowitz, a conservative review, has done some just unbelievable work on the failure of the vaccine to stop transmission. And in many cases, some of the devastating information. This piece is in the newsletter today. Please, please read it. It's Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free. We don't spam your inbox. Please go there and look at this. It's in the list in the newsletter show notes. It's the same thing. We use the terms interchangeably. Conservative review, Dan Horowitz. German insurance claims hint at millions of unreported vaccine injuries. Remember, you're not allowed to talk about this. You're only allowed to talk about mandates and how glorious a vaccine is. So according to data from TK, it's the largest German medical insurance company. Listen to this, Joe. There were a total of 437,593 insurance claims billed under four diagnostic codes for vaccine injury in 2021. Oh. When I first read that, I thought, gosh, 4,000, that's a lot. No, no, not 4,000. 437,000. Horowitz notes, to put this in perspective, the total numbers billed for a vaccine injury code in the two preceding years was 13,777, this is before COVID, uh, the vaccine, before the vaccine, and 15,044. As the Daily Skeptic notes, given that TK insures 11 million people, that means one in 23 or 4.3% had a medical treatment billed for vaccine injury. Don't be afraid to speak the truth. Requires terror and you to be quiet. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Or be scared and do it anyway. I shouldn't say don't be scared. Fear is a part of this. I understand you're scared. I am too. I'm not above this. But speak out anyway. <sighs> Man, the great reset's here, folks. It's not coming. It's here. All right, let me take a break and we're going to switch uh, topics here. The libs aren't kidding around, by the way. They don't care about law, order, justice, fairness. I've got a clip from this guy, Sam Harris, who's a big lefty. 
where he just gives up stunningly the entire cookie jar. He's like, yeah, it's a leftist conspiracy. Basically, we interfered in the election by silencing the Hunter Biden stuff. I mean, in essence, it's what he says. And he doesn't, he doesn't even seem shy about it. Coming up next. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, so the libs, they're not kidding around, folks. Uh, they don't care about law, order, justice, fairness. This is not going to end well. The ends to them justify the means. This has been the bedrock of communist socialist theory forever, that in order to reorder society, just you can search this in a search engine yourself. We'll have to break a few eggs. That Just put that actual line in there. They need to break a few eggs. And if that egg is yours and your cranium, they don't care. You understand this has always been the bedrock. Mandates, terror, break a few eggs, reorder society. And if, if millions die, hundreds of millions, as communism has caused over the years in socialism, then that's the cost of reaching a more perfect society you will never, ever get to. But they'll keep trying. They'll keep trying. This is some of the most troubling video I've seen surface in a while. So this is big time leftist. This is a longer interview. It's from a podcast. What is it? Triggered Nometry? trigonometry or something like that. This guy's a big leftist. This guy's Sam Harris. He basically admits that acknowledges, or I should say acknowledges that there's a liberal, it was a liberal conspiracy to dump the Hunter Biden stuff to interfere in the 2020 election. One, I, shockingly, he admits it, but he's like proud of it. It's not like he's embarrassed at all because you got to crack a few eggs. The fact that we may have elected a guy and hocked to the Chinese Communist Party whose son is a, a crackhead uh, on tape, having sex with prostitutes. None of that matters to them at all. Never did. Here's your great reset crowd. Check this out. Now, that's not, that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the, you know, the New York Post's Twitter account. Like that, that's a, just a conspiracy, that's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely it was. Absolutely. Right. But I think it was warranted. Right. And I'm, and again, it's a coin toss as to whether or not Sam, I'm sorry. that particular piece. I'm, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, on. Yeah. But you've just oh, said yeah. something I really struggled with, there, which is the you kid, support the, kid, the, kid, the kids in the basement. You, no, no. <laughs> the kids in the basement. I'm interested yeah. in democracy. You're saying you are content with a left wing conspiracy to prevent somebody being democratically reelected as president. Well, no, I'm, I'm content. Well, so it's, but the thing is, it's just not left wing, right? So Liz Cheney is not left wing, right? Liz Cheney You're is doing everything in her power. conspiracy to prevent somebody no, being democratic. It's not like, like, no, but there's nothing, conspiracy, it's not, it, it was a conspiracy out in the open. It does, but it doesn't matter if it was, a, it doesn't matter what part's conspiracy. 
what parts out in the open. I mean, I think it's like if people get together and talk and talk about what should we do with, about this phenomenon, you know, if, if it's like if there, if there was an asteroid hurtling toward Earth and and we got in a room together with all of our friends and had a conversation about what we could do to deflect its course. Right. Is that a conspiracy? It's it's it. Uh, I, I... That's why I called it shocking video, because usually they they try to be a little more cryptic about their whole great reset plans and all this other. They can call it whatever you want. He may not refer to it as a great reset, but that's what this is. It's implementing authoritarianism, cracking a few eggs. The ends will justify the means, the use of useful idiots in the media. He just describes it all right there. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's actually proud of this. That they manipulated information prior to an election. So the democratic process would fail. One candidate would get hurt, Trump, while the other would be helped, Biden, by the suppression of information. And they're proud of it. Folks, cracking a few eggs to make their socialist omelet also requires the collapsing of institutions. You cannot have institutions that are loyal to the Constitution in a socialist empire populated with great resetters. Why? Because the Constitution limits what the government can do. So if the FBI and the CDC and other three-letter agencies out there are loyal to a document that limits what the government can do, shall not infringe, shall not take away your right to free speech or practice or can't establish an official religion, you can petition the government, assemble. The government can't get in the way of what is enshrined in the Bill of Rights granted to you by God. Do you understand that? That institutions that are loyal to the Constitution are the enemy of the left, so they have to dismantle them? The fact that they're destroying public trust in these institutions, the CDC and the FBI, to quote Yoda, it matters not. It may not be an exact Yoda quote, but it's a Yodaism. It matters not. They don't care. They're eggs that need to be cracked here. Just the news. Poll. FBI's Mar-a-Lago raid has eroded trust in the agency. Rasmussen released data showing 44% of surveyed Americans say the raid made them trust the federal law enforcement agency less. That's almost half of America. You would think the left would be freaking out. The FBI may be. And the DOJ right now, for a number of reasons, it's nothing to do with them doing the right thing. They're worried about the Republican takeover of the House if it happens. And they're worried about getting hauled in front of Congress and having to explain this disaster, this abomination of a raid. But the lefties, do you understand they don't care? This is the, whether you trust the FBI or not, they couldn't care any less. Whether the fact that they've discredited the CDC, the lefties and the media by pushing them to enforce mandates for a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and masks that do nothing. The fact that that's eroded trust in the CDC, they don't care one bit. Those are tools. The CDC and the FBI are tools for them. They consider them useful idiots. That's their view of them. They don't care about any of this. The media is part of this whole thing. Another just a news article. Again, they'll all be in my newsletter. Oops, I did it again. Media repeats the Russia collusion mistakes. 
Another just the news piece. We talk about how, despite the fact that the media got just about every single major storyline in Russiagate wrong, embarrassingly wrong, humiliatingly wrong, right? They're doing it. They're already blowing it under Mar-a-Lago raid, reporting on nuclear secrets with no evidence to back it up, reporting on Trump's passports not being taken, even though they were, reporting repeatedly with a left-wing bias, assuming there were national security secrets there when you know no such thing. They're doing it again. They're part of the corruption, the reset, the destruction of institutions, the terror. They're part of the mandates. Finally, on the Mar-a-Lago story, the judge, there was a magistrate, um, the same magistrate, by the way, approved the warrant, which I think was pretty shameful, by the way. But the magistrate has has ordered some transparency in the affidavit, what they swore out to get the warrant. In other words, what the FBI said they were looking for. Here's why we want to go search his home. Be very careful here. Very careful. Um, This could end up really bad for us. Okay, so Washington Examiner reported on yesterday's story broke. I was on the air. The magistrate judge rules new details from FBI raid will be revealed. Uh, I'm just going to keep this quick, but be very, very careful about this. Uh, Paul Sperry has a piece up in Real Clear. It's in the newsletter today. The same same crew, some of this, should say some, precision matters, some of the same crew involved in the ongoing ridiculous investigations of Donald Trump and the the sidelining of the Hunter Biden stuff were involved in this. That broke today. You can read it in detail in the newsletter. I say that because be very careful. This was not run out of the Florida field offices, Miami or Palm Beach of the FBI. It was run out of D.C., the same crew that's been targeting Trump for six years. Not all of them, but some of them. Some of them have been fired. It's the same crew. Be careful, because if the affidavit is released with selective redactions, it is not beyond the scope of these these people, these zeros in management headquarters in D.C. who hate Trump, to selectively redact and cherry pick what they put out there to make it appear that this is really, really bad. Do you get what I'm saying? There may be info in that affidavit that would make Trump look good because they didn't find anything later. You get what I'm saying? They'll redact that. Right. But they'll leave in there the predicate information before that'll make it look like, oh, my gosh, they were looking for a nuclear weapon in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. Meanwhile, it says later in a redacted sentence later, it's a hyperbolic example, but uh, we with regard to nuclear weapon. We were simply looking for Trump, who wrote on a letter on a napkin once nuclear weapon. You get it? They'll redact all that. Be very careful. I've seen this trick before. This may not work out to our benefit. All right. This is easily my favorite story of the day. I, I don't, I, you, I love your feedback. That's why I leave my Facebook page open and there's a contact email on the website. But the Facebook page, I don't, I can't read all of them, but I try to get to a couple of them here or there. I love your feedback. Do you guys like the fact check stuff? Um, <clears throat> if you don't, let me know. Um, I find it hilarious. I find it tragic because, as I said yesterday, they have the power to censor you on Facebook. But I I do find it slightly comical how little dignity any of these people have, including what agencies that used to consider themselves reputable outfits, AFP, AP, and Reuters. Let me just be clear. I expect nothing from PolitiFact or lead stories. Those are two fact. Those are fact check sites. Um, Those are goon sites for losers. Like nobody takes them seriously. They have a lot of power. They're dangerous. But nobody takes them seriously. But when your Reuters or AP 
And for decades, you portrayed yourself as some paragon of journalistic integrity. And you start doing stuff like this. It's really time to wreck it. This is just embarrassing. It's time to wrap it up. So there was this video I'll show you in a second. It was a recruitment and training video that came out the IRS, some project they do out there to recruit people. The video is embarrassing. It's really, I might, it just looks ridiculous. If the Secret Service has released something like that when I was there, I'd be horrified. Not saying we haven't done some stuff too, but my gosh, it's an embarrassing video. So because it's being used right now on the internet to show what the IRS does when it recruits and trains people, and the people in the video have what appear to be fake firearms, the, the Biden administration's panicking. The Biden administration's panicking because they're empowering the IRS with their Inflation Reduction Act, which gave the IRS billions to come and target you. So they need this IRS story. Do you understand the White House needs this IRS story to go away? So what do they do? They go to the, the fact-check fascists, who, of course, will silence you on Facebook. So they need to make this video go away. Here we go, Joe. Just this morning, <laughs> saw this baby. Fact-check photos do not show the IRS recruiting or training program for thousands of new armed agents. Oh, really? They don't? That's fascinating. Hat tip Tom Massey, by the way, congressman, for being all he was furious about this ridiculous fact check. I'll get to what they're saying. They're claiming it was a simulation, not a recruiting or training video. Here's just a small portion of the video in question, which is real. I want you to check this out. Remember, identify yourself. I'm a federal agent. Freeze. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. We're going to arrest you. Okay, I, Joe, Joe says to me, well, he's Dan, I don't know where you're finding this stuff. I, it's, that's just me. <laughs> I, I, people find, it's a real video. Um, that is a recruiting or training video. Now, how is that? Reuters says in its embarrassing, humiliating, fact-check fascism that that's not recruiting or training. The photos from it says nothing to do with it, right? It says it right there. Um, matter of fact, it's kind of funny. They say, no, no, no. Social media users, this is from the fact-check, are sharing images from the Adrian Project. Joe, it was a simulation. Simulation. Oh, okay. You got euphemisms, buddy. Euphemisms. Don't call it recruitment. You, Joe, <laughs> you dare freaking call it recruiting or training. It's <gasps> okay. a simulation. Yeah. Simulate. Reminds me of uh, this instructor I had in the police academy, <laughs> NYPD, Courtney. This guy was hitting the dummy uh, with the stick, with the baton. And he's like, simulate. Simulate. Because the guy was like going crazy. It's a simulation. They're saying it's not recruiting or training and any claims are debunked. Really? So again, hat tip Tom Massey, who's spectacular. He found these articles and just to be clear, these videos are not new. I, I, again, we do facts here unlike fact checkers. Some of the videos are older from years ago, but they are most definitely recruiting and training. Well, how would I know that? Because the Tribune star, which reported on it, IRS descends on Terre Haute to train and recruit at ISU, said the training and recruitment exercise <laughs> with the IRS. And they noted 
Harry Chavis, the acting assistant special agent in charge of the Chicago field office of the IRS, noted, quote, it's a recruitment tool. I, th- I, thought, it, I thought it was a simulate. 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 I thought it was a simulation, which is strange because Harry Chavis is saying otherwise. That is just weird. Here it is from back in 2010. The talking about the Adrian project with the which Reuters just acknowledged. That's what the video's from. But they said, Joe, it's not recruiting and training. Damn it. <laughs> it's a simulation. I see. Which is yeah, which is weird because the <laughs> Bemita G pioneer said IRS legislations recruit the state students in the Adrian project. Reuters, Reuters, an agency that still hilariously claims to be doing journalism. Folks, the fact check thing has gotten so humiliating and so embarrassing. I, I'm not, I'm, the, the, is there a byline on that Reuters fact check or is it just say Reuters fact check? I, I'm not even surprised if no one would put their name on this. But it does, right? I, I'm just, I didn't even look. I, I can just tell you, I'm not messing with you. I can just tell. No one wanted to put their name on this, knowing what they're doing. The Biden administration needs the IRS story to go away. Biden just signed a bill which is going to empower these people to target you, and they desperately want this to go away. They want this to go away, too. This was the job listing for the special agent GS-1811 position in the IRS. All 87,000 were not going to be agents. but We do journalism, actual reporting here, unlike the journalist a-holes who won't. It was not going to be all agents. It was going to be some administrative staff and auditors. But there were agents who are going to be and are going to be hired. And the job listing clearly says carry a firearm and willing to use deadly force if necessary. It's just a fact. That's not unusual. That's most of the GS-1811 positions in the federal government, which I can be honest about because I'm never going to lie to you. Unlike the fact checkers who are trying to claim, oh, it's nothing to do with firearms and using deadly force. It does. That is a prerequisite for the job. Now, what part of that you guys are missing? Two quick stories from the Wall Street Journal. One about a major, major economic crisis coming if we don't fix this thing. Another great reset goal, the digital dollar. And the funniest video I've seen in a long time. Okay, a couple quick stories before I get the questions for Dan, this funny video. You believe we got to this? He's been holding on to this since like Monday or something. Jason Riley has a piece up. It's about immigration. I'm not going to focus on that. It's called Immigrants Can Help Relieve the Labor Shortage. I'm going to leave that part for another day. The part I found interesting about this is, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a major labor force participation crisis. Let me, you know, let, let me be as transparent as Scotch tape here, okay? Um, if we don't get people to participate in the labor force, that's what labor force participation measures. I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound ridiculous, but there are liberals listening, they're a little slow. Then we're not producing anything. Productivity, what we produce, is the measure of our wealth. We are wealthy for one reason. We have products and services. We're wealthy because you have homes, you have phones, you have pens and notebooks and flat screen TVs and gavels and cups. If you don't have any of that stuff, you are not wealthy. I don't, I'm not sounding materialistic. I'm just giving you the hard reality. You also have access to services, high quality lawyers, doctors, accountants, consultants. That's what makes us rich. 
when people aren't participating in the labor force and aren't being doctors or lawyers and aren't producing phones and computers and notebooks, you don't have anything. We are in a massive crisis. The labor force participation rate in before the shutdowns, as Riley notes, was 63.4%. Today, it's decreased to 62.1%. And before you say, oh, that's no big deal. It's just one point, uh, three points. No, 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 no. He notes that gap might seem small. But you know what it translates to? It translates to 3.4 million workers. Folks, that's a huge deal. There are 3.4 million people who could be producing stuff and services that aren't. Many of them are out of the workforce, and it's a, it's a mystery. There are a lot of explanations. I'll give you mine. And Riley acknowledged it in the piece as one of the possible explanations. And I think it's the most likely. Occam's razor. Remember, keep it simple. People got hooked on not working when we paid people not to work. Folks, working's hard. This job isn't hard. I love it. But other jobs I had were. Being a cop was really, really tough. Really tough. Sitting out there in the street, getting the foot pursuits, you know, in this blue uniform, sweating your butt off all day while people are yelling at you. It's not the hardest manual labor job, but it mentally is really stressful. There's nothing I would have liked more to stay home. If you were going to pay me to stay home, a lot of people just got used to it. This is going to be a major crisis going forward. We have got to get people back into the workforce and Biden isn't doing it. Whether it's tax breaks or their, so their uh, income goes further or productivity enhancements by giving them better capital equipment, we got to go all in or we're going to be in real trouble. Second article, the great resetters want nothing more than the digital dollar. Look who's pushing it now. Oh, our friend Maxine Waters and French Hill, who's a Republican, this is a big mistake. Don't know him, but French, huge mistake here. It notes that this bipartisan group of lawmakers, Maxine Waters and French Hill, has sought for the U.S. to counter global competitors and launch a digital version of their currency. That's a big no for me. No, no. Why would the U.S. government and the Great Reset crowd want a digital dollar? Well, it's very simple. If it's a digital dollar and there is no paper money, Joe, it's very easy to watch where you spend your money. Right. You think you're going to be allowed to spend your money at a gun shop? That's a hell to the... No. What about if the government wanted to put a time limit on your money? As Laya Halpern said when I had her on the show, the crypto specialist. So they get to watch where you spend your money, put a time limit on your money, Restrict where you can spend your money. Sounds like great reset stuff, right? Authoritarianism. Man, you don't get your vaccine, we'll shut your money down. Oh, that'll never happen. Really? We never thought lockdowns would happen either, and that did. Finally, it allows them to implement negative interest rates. I've spoken about this often. Negative interest rates. How can interest rates be negative? Yes, you'd put your money in the bank and you'd lose money every day. That's what a negative interest rate is. Well, I would just take my money out. No, you wouldn't. Your money's only digital. You can't take it out. French Hill, I don't know you that well. Uh, maybe a nice guy, but uh, you need to back off this like stat. This is a, but not only a bad idea, it's the worst idea. Okay, before we get to your questions, this is the funniest video I've seen in a long time. There's a new group out there, a major hat tip to them called Citizens for Sanity. They have been making fun of the left and mockery is a powerful weapon. Here is one of the videos they put out about men competing in women's sports. Check this out. She trains at 6 a.m., Every morning, she spent years working to shave off seconds. She's the captain of her school's team. He's just a mid-pack finisher. But not today. Unfortunately, this competition was over before it even began. 
woke left-wing politicians are destroying girls' sports. Tell Biden and his radical allies, no men in girls' sports. <laughs> All right. You like yeah, that? Yeah, Pretty like funny. That's huh? good. Citizens, well, it gets better. They've got the blaze. I have an article of my newsletter. Uh, the blaze has some other messages they have out there on Twitter, social media, and elsewhere. Mockery, folks. Powerful weapon. I know what you're thinking. Didn't Alinsky say that? I'll get to that in a second. Blazer, here's some other ones. Protect pregnant men from climate discrimination. Yes, definitely. You don't want them getting in trouble with climate, man. It's a big deal. Open the jails. Open the borders. Close the schools. Vote progressive this November. I'm loving this group already. Citizens for Sanity. Violent criminals deserve our compassion and respect. This fall, stand strong for progressive values. Here's another one. Vote to keep our borders, jails, and bathrooms open. Vote progressive. Too much freedom is a bad thing. Get your IRS audit today. Genius. If you don't like being audited, then you're the problem. This I, I, I love you guys. Citizens for Sanity, a big hat tip to you, my friends. Remember Saul Alinsky's rule number five in Rules for Radicals. Ridicule is man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It's irrational. It's infuriating. It also works as a key pressure point to force the enemy into concessions. You're damn right it does. Good job, citizens, for sanity. All right, it's time for questions for Dan. Great questions today. All right, question number one. Uh, question number one. There we go. From Cohenstein. It's been a week since you dropped Isabel off at school. How are you settling in in the new normal? How is she enjoying it so far? Watching your kids grow up is tough. It is and leave the nest. Oh, it's been a little weird. We find ourselves at night checking to see if Isabel's home and then realizing she's not. She's at college. Um, it's only been a couple of weeks. She loves school. Thanks for asking. She's really enjoying it. She didn't at the start. She was kind of like culture shock there, but She's a good kid. I'm, I'm really proud of her, and I hope she does well. So thanks for asking. Um, at I see sheeple. I see sheeple. Why is it so hard to amend or get rid of destructive bills, such as Obamacare, Inflation uh, Production Act, I love that, Patriot Act, even with Republicans in control? Because of the golden rule. What is it, fellas? Most Republicans on Capitol Hill are really Democrats, but no Democrats on Capitol Hill are really Republicans. Remember John McCain? We had the chance to get rid of Obamacare. Remember this? Just put into a search engine, John McCain, thumbs down Obamacare. Republicans killed the chance to get rid of Obamacare, not Democrats. Don't ever forget that golden rule. CTG 143. Hey, Dan, I was wondering if you and Paul, Paula love this question. She sees the news, the letters, uh, the, the show prep. I was wondering if when you and Paula go out on date night, that's tonight, do you ever say to each other, no politics or world events tonight? When there's a non-family-friendly version of this show, I'll answer that question a little better. There is just no time. We'll leave that for another day. Next question is from at Sherry Hasslinger. Dan, I currently live in Maryland. I can't stand uh, Governor Larry Hogan. Me either. He's better than the alternative. It's always better than the alternative. I'm hearing Dan Cox, who's the Republican nominee for governor of Maryland, may not win. If he doesn't, I'm out of here. What made you finally leave Maryland? Um, well, I didn't leave Maryland because of the politics. I left because of some stuff uh, with my wife and some health issues to be closer to family in Florida. So uh, I'm glad I did. Don't get me wrong, but I'd be lying to you if I said it was a political decision. Matter of fact, it was an anti-political decision because as Joe note, I mean, Joe's in Maryland. I swear I met Joe <laughs> in Maryland. Joe, we, we probably could have run in that 
Maryland District 6 seat or hung out till the redistricting. And I could have won yeah. if I hung around. Instead, I went to fly. I mean, now I, I think I definitely could have won given this climate. So um, it really was a family decision. So, but, the, but good question. It really had very little to do with politics. Like I said, I probably would have won that seat if I just would have hung around. Matter of fact, the Baltimore Sun wrote this big piece. I wish I had the headline. Key, if you could find this, I would love you to death. The Baltimore Sun put a piece out after I had lost, but lost by a sliver for Congress. And they had us as like one of their top rising stars in Maryland. We should, if we could have stayed, we would have probably done. I might have been the governor up there. if I would have run against Hogan the next time, but uh, didn't happen. Uh, you know, could have, should have, would have horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Hey, Dan, why fry one, two, five, six, six? Can the upcoming administration get rid of the newly hired IRS agents or are we stuck? Yes. Yes, they can. Ladies and gentlemen, they absolutely can. Um, not only can, they can just defund the IRS, not defund completely, in other words, take their money away, but defund from this new spending. They can take away the new spending. Yes, they can absolutely do it. The question is, go back to the golden rule. Most Republicans are really Democrats on Capitol Hill, and no Democrats are really Republicans. The question isn't, can they? The question is, will they? Josiane Lassard. Hey, Dan, since August 19th is my birthday, happy birthday, Josiane. You're turning 27. That's the best. Oh, gosh. Late 20 is the best age, man. That is it. I pray my question gets picked. It did. Prayers were answered. What is your recommendation for a 5'4 athletic woman on uh, for a handgun for self-defense? Easy to shoot something, get the job done when it needs to be done. I love, love, love in handguns. The Sig Sauer P365. Um. I have like medium size. I don't have like big basketball player hands or anything. So um, I have big guns. I have a, uh, the FN, FNX 45. I have a lot of guns. I have rifles. Obviously, I have Henry's. I have BCM's. I, I have a Daniel Defense. I've got quite a few. Um, but for grip, for medium size, or in your case, small hands, uh, the compact SIG P365 uh, with, I like the Liberty Ammo. The Liberty Emma, I think, is just an amazing, amazing farm. It's just, again, just my opinion for a handgun. There are a lot of, Glock makes some good stuff too. The 43 is amazing, but uh, there you go. All right, next question. Chris Clark is 36. Do you think it's possible Rhino Liz Cheney would run in 2024 as an independent to block Trump from re-election? I think it's very possible. I also think it's hilarious. As I've said to you often, there is zero chance for an independent to win the presidency. Dan, don't say that. What are you, endorsing the Uniparty? Me, that's hilarious. Me, endorse. I just told you the golden rule. They both suck. The problem is pure math. I'm a realist. If no one gets to 270 electoral votes because the votes get split three ways instead of two for the presidency, right? You need 270 electoral votes. The race gets kicked to the House. And there's no way Republicans and Democrats in the House are going to vote for an independent. They're just not. People like McConnell and the old school Harry Reid and Chuck Schumer are going to crack down and say, you're voting for the Democrat. They have no chance unless the independent gets 270, which would be stunning unless a Democrat or a Republican dropped out. It's just no math for it. So whether she, she tries or not, it's just, she, she, it doesn't matter. She'll never win. Bauer, 1927. Dan, I really appreciate the Henner Gracie segments. He's the mixed martial arts fighter. I have on my unfiltered show to give self-defense tips. He says, despite this, have, is, are there any other martial arts you'd likely practice to improve your self-defense abilities? Henry Gracie, spec, uh, he's a mixed martial arts fighter, but his expertise is ground fighting, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Are there any other martial arts I would recommend? Absolutely. 
Muay Thai. Muay Thai is incredible, incredible for fight training. The kicks, the elbows, I can't recommend Muay Thai. More so than, I was a boxer when I first started. Boxing, you're leaving out your two biggest weapons, your legs. Muay Thai, amazing, and an amazing workout too. Is this the last question? Oh, two more. Okay. Hey, Dan, do you think they'll try to arrest Trump? You never know with these lunatics. After Sam Harris said that, maybe. And last one, Danny Murad M4. I recently started my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu journey a couple months ago. Any tips or advice on the mental side of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? What belt are you, Dan? Thank you for all you do. God bless. God bless you, too. I am a purple belt. Uh, I have been practicing jiu-jitsu for 20 years. I've had to take some breaks due to surgeries. I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the mental side. Yeah. You want some advice for the mental side? You know, I could tell you some like cutesy talking point, like never quit when you're on the mat working with some guy. Never quit. Train your brain. No, no, that's stupid. Learn when to quit. Dan, that sounds terrible. You want to stay alive? You want to learn how to fight? You want to be able to fight into your 50s and 60s? Folks, when I was younger, I almost never tapped. That's why my elbows don't work. It's why I've been choked out a lot of times. That's why I've got body damage to the point where I'm 47. And honestly, it'd be tough for me to fight right now. I'd have to take you to the ground. I can barely box anymore because I can't reach you. I have to box Southpaw. You have to learn and never quit because you're tired. Quit because it's going to hurt you and not benefit your fight training moving forward. That is, sounds like the most counterintuitive advice, but you want to know the truth? If you're not going to quit, you are going to get destroyed and your body is going to be a mess and you're going to be 40 years old in a black belt and not be able to defend yourself against your kid's sister because your body doesn't work. That's my best advice for you. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss Unfiltered tomorrow night. 9 p.m. Saturday, I have a fiery monologue on as America started to on the Democrat side, embrace the suck. It, it, just listen. I put a lot of work into this narrative. You're going to love it. I got that coming up tomorrow night. Don't miss it. I'll see you tomorrow night in the show. Take care. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.